Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, there is no person in wrestling more awesome than The Miz right now. King Ricky and Willie T show their appreciation for the new WWE champion. Plus, AEW is primed for a barbed wire explosion as the main event of their Revolution pay-per-view gets deadly. Also, what's Adam Cole up to these days? All that and more on a must-see edition of Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on Wrestle Addict Radio. Don't even need to ask a question. As a matter of fact, go, 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 because this camera is all mine. Understand that I told you so. Whenever someone says I wasn't thinking on their level, I am a master strategist. I think further than anybody else in all of WWE. I didn't just take respect. I demanded it through all the WWE universe, and I could care less if everybody's on the internet going, oh, Miz doesn't deserve it. Oh, Miz shouldn't be WWE champion. Cry. Go ahead and cry and keep on doing it because that is the fuel that lights my fire. I am your WWE champion, whether you like it or not. Ten years ago, we had an angry Miz girl, and I hope and I pray that there are thousands upon thousands, millions of angry Miz girls right here, right now, sopping, weeping, wishing that Drew McIntyre was still their WWE champion. He is not. I am. So this is me saying I am now content being awesome. See you at WrestleMania or at Monday Night Raw. Whichever I feel like, because I'm champion and I do whatever the hell I want. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Awesome! I came to pay the play. There's a place to pay. I love the mess. Oh, what a fucking guy, dude. I fucking <laughs> love the Miz. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on WrestleAddict Radio and, and we're on Twitch right now as well. Hi, CWF Network. How are you doing, man? The Miz is good. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, along with Willie T. Will Tarashock. Our third host, uh, VK Murphy, is a... Uh, is pulling a Keith Lee and is just injured at the moment, so it's it's just me, me and Willie. Will, how are you? I I am I'm doing great. I'm happy to be live again. It's been a long time since we've done this. Let me tell you, I'm glad we're not yeah. passing one mic around. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you remember? Do you remember when um when we were going to go live and then like your internet crapped out? And which we which time? <laughs> we had we had to use Dave as a uh, we had to use Dave's cell phone plan as like a hotspot. Oh my! I forget, no, I don't remember this. Was this this wasn't Tara? This wasn't Tarashuk Towers. This was uh, nah, this was a frat house wrestling. Frat house? No. Yeah, it was. It was a frat house. Frat, okay, it was frat house wrestling. Then Tarashuk Towers was Rhodes Ave down the block. Oh god. Yeah. That was such a yeah. long time ago, and thank God for that. Yeah. Ryan Will Tarashuk, ladies and gentlemen, T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K, live and in color on my beautiful webcam looking down at me. It's yeah, kind of hard. Some, if, if you see me going like this, it's because I'm trying to see my TV around my camera. <laughs> so heads up. <laughs> Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, most of this episode is going to be about The Miz because, like it or not, at this point in his career, The Miz is a first ballad headlining. And I'll say it. The Miz is a headlining Hall of Famer. Yes. Yes. 
He's already at the moon. Oh, um, he's he's over the moon. Yeah, he's he's over the Miz is at this point, in my opinion, forever over. Well, he was he, for me. He was already forever over. Um, yeah, you know we we we've we've we have documented the Miz heavily on this show, especially over the oh, last yeah. few years. You know, if if this show existed uh, ten years ago during his first title run. It would be very interesting to see what I would say about him. But since this show started, I've been I've always been pretty heavy on the Miz. And this show started in the middle of his babyface run, which was terrible. Um, but <laughs> yeah, you know, the Miz was always that guy who could just who could just was always on the verge of breakout. He was always on the verge. Like whenever Vince wanted, he could be like, What's the Miz doing? Fuck it. Put him in the main event. It's believable. Yeah. Yeah, what are your thoughts on this? Because I have CWF Network on Twitch right now being saying uh, The Miz would have made a great choice for a live-action Johnny Cage, which I've seen that before. Hey, what? A live ja- Johnny Cage? Johnny Cage. Cage. Mortal Who's... Kombat, come on. Ah, uh, no, I didn't play Mortal Kombat. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, oh, I know. Oh, my God. I know, I know, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm a terrible person. You um, are. Well, I was born in 95, Ricky, so... You had enough time to get in. There's, there have been 11 Mortal Kombats in my life. Yeah, okay, but what, what what system was Mortal Kombat really big on? Every system. I know, but like originally. Originally Nintendo. Nintendo, see, I never had a Nintendo. And my first game oh. system was a PS2, uh, which I've been playing a lot of, actually. <laughs> I've gotten back emulator. I've gotten back into my emulator. I still have my actual physical PS2 to play MVP05. But uh, my yeah. emulator, I've been playing SmackDown vs. Raw 2007, 2008. And I actually downloaded uh, Here Comes the Pain. Um, nice. just, just, nice. just for you, Ricky, to see if it would work. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's difficult. Let me tell you, it's hard. And the Miz isn't in any of them. I'm very upset. Yeah. All right. So CWF network again, he's going I think there are, there are, there are third hosts tonight. Um, this is Johnny Cage's whole gimmick is, is he's a Hollywood A-lister, which is correct. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that, that's, that's to our third host. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Our third host, you, you are, you are an honorary host for us tonight. Seeing K is not here. Don't just don't tell K. I know you have no idea who K is, but you will, you will. But anyway, let's get into this. Um, to, to this whole thing and all of our shenanigans that have been happening uh, in wrestling this week, especially with elimination chamber. So before we get into obviously what the big news is all about, Will, what were your thoughts on this show, kind of as a whole? As a whole, I thought the show was very meh. Like uh, mm. la- last week, I gave it a seven as a prediction, hoping hoping to be surprised, and mm. I wasn't surprised or disappointed. I'm gonna say it right now: is this, this this show is a seven? Um, yeah, I because th- I I think they this they 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 telegraphed everything too much. Yeah, you predicted the edge spot. I predicted the edge spot as soon as like as soon as they announced that Roman was gonna have the the match that same night. I was like, okay. He's gonna get heat by this beating the big top baby face immediately yeah. after, and then Edge is gonna come out and then a spearman point at the sign. The one thing I didn't get right was the fireworks. Um, <laughs> but like other than, other than that, like like it 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 kicked off the show, which I don't know why I thought it would be the end of the show. <laughs> like I was like, well, duh, no, because they're gonna kick it off, and maybe like you know later in the night they'll have the match, which I thought was the way they were going. Um, well, are you the guy on Twitch right now? Because he's they're they're talking kind of like you. He said, it is kind of mad. Felt like a filler episode. I wish stuff like Hell in a Cell or Elimination Chamber were just special treats they bring out as a yearly paper instead of a, like a yearly pay-per-view. Well, I like I like I like Elimination Chamber um 
at WrestleMania because it's 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 billed as you know your last chance to get in the main event. Yeah. Right. If you don't win Rumble, they've never done a chamber at at um at Mania, have they? No, no, no. They've always been at in February. I think the fir- the first one was at Survivor Series 2002 with Shawn Michaels' Girl Scout haircut. Um. Yes. Yes. There, it's like yes, it was like, was like me. It's like me. Yeah. It's like me and Shawn Michaels had the exact same haircut. <laughs> yeah, I think this might have been shorter than yours. Yeah, it might have been. My my hair is getting down to like the top of my spine now. Well, actually, a little yeah. bit lower. But um. I, I like I like this chamber spot as of where it is, but I was just like, okay, I like I I know what's gonna happen. Edge is gonna come out, so it's like the first 30, 40 minutes of this pay per view is just like a waste of time. Yeah, it was kind of weird, but let's let's go. Let's before we get into that, let's let's talk about the Raw um, Elimination Chamber, which is probably the, the more mad of the Elimination Chambers, to be honest with you. Well, it didn't have Cesaro in it. Yeah, it didn't have Cesaro. I mean, Kofi did his best talking about Randy's quads. Which is actually really fucking. <laughs> That's, that was weird to me. It's like the 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 the, the pods are mic'd. I was just like, yeah. wow, you can just semi Zayn just just talking and go don't pick me, don't I, me, see, don't pick me. I see your quads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it was kind of weird, but I mean, the, it this match did what it needed to do. It was fun. It was exciting. It was former WWE champions Jeff Hardy. <laughs> not me, not me. Jeff Hardy like did what Jeff Hardy was supposed to do. I'm surprised he didn't get eliminated first, mm. but like, it was all about, you know, obviously drew winning drew retained, you know? Um, and then, you know, Bobby Lashley gave drew dinosaur arms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was essentially it was just, just came in. It was just, I'm just going to make you my, bitch now He's- yeah this is the bobby lashley that we have wanted ever since we saw him return yeah oh my god that was badass yeah like he's just out here kicking ass and then the inevitable happened the miz came in and stole the show ah what a moment they set this up kind of weird because do you remember how like the setup was for this? So in um right before like this raw chamber, and the raw chamber was good, don't get me wrong, but like my only key takeaway from the raw chamber was AJ Styles getting let out by almost who ripped out the back of the chamber. Yeah. That was great. Wait, I, I, I was just like I was, at first I was like, why is he doing this? Wouldn't AJ want to stay? I was like, oh, he wants to pin because RKO's. I was like, oh, oh, clever, clever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was smart. AJ's yeah. a smart heel, you know. But I mean, every like the Rod Chamber was is what it was. But like right before this, you had you had uh, Lashley losing, unfortunately, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but then you you had that random kind of video backstage segment where Miz is talking to MVP, and the announcers don't say anything. Well, that that that's another thing that bothered me. I was like, wow, telegraphed. Mm. It was just like, okay, well, now Miz is definitely cashing in. I was like, oh, yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's nine o'clock in this lad, this main <laughs> event's on. I was like, hmm, mm. Miz is definitely cashing in. Yeah, the main event didn't even, the main event happened before nine. And I was tweeting this on our, on our uh, Twitter. And I was like, it's not even nine o'clock in the main event. I was like, something's fucking up. Yeah. Like See, either, something's either, up. Either they're going to go super long or Miz is cashing in. And miscast in. And I mean, look at this face. It's the face of a champion right there. Oh, he was so happy. 
He goes, yeah, oh my. <laughs> he, and he should be happy. And he should be happy. I mean, we're, this is going to be the first of our Miz facts for tonight. But Miz is the only person in the history of professional wrestling, or the history of WWE, I guess, to win the Grand Slam twice. That's absurd. He's won a world title twice. He's won the Intercontinental title at least twice. He won the U.S. title at least twice. He has a crap ton of tag team titles with different tag teams, yeah. with different people on his team. He's, he's, won, he's won with John Morrison twice. <laughs> he's won with John Morrison twice. He was he was show Miz for a while. Awesome yep. Truth was a thing. Yep. Um. He he was a tag team with somebody else too, which is kind of awkward. But like, he's won every major title twice. I mean, he's been there that's, forever. Six, he's never done it. That's actually fucking absurd. Six sixteen years, never injured. At least yeah. a major injury. You know, yeah. he's he's Miz's best use when he's in a title scene. Yes, because he can either win the title and everybody hates him, or he can screw around and everybody will still hate him, and he can be he makes the babyface look great. Like yeah. look what happens to Ryder, um, WrestleMania thirty two. Mm-hmm. Ryder was a made man because everybody hated the Miz so much. And don't get me wrong, like Miz is not a barn burner of a wrestler. Like tell me a favorite Miz match and I'll probably tell you it's one with <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Um but like that, that ladder match. He had match. one with Seth at he won, he had one with Seth at the really shitty backlash mm. that started out the show that was really good. But besides that, I think that was it. Well, like like you you can't name me like the, your top five Miz matches of all time. Like he's not, not known. He's not known for his in ring. He's known for his promos. He's known for his character. He's known for his presentation. Like dare I say, Miz is like almost an attraction, which is really kind of weird to say. That's scary. But like he's he's just always and he can always just cut a promo like any this any time it doesn't matter he'll he'll cut a promo like the one we played when we played at the top of the show just complete impromptu here's a mic Miz just you know Mike go yeah just go I mean Miz fact number two I mean he started out on the real world in two thousand thousand one two thousand two you know so like he's been in front of a mic for. Over 20 years, and not a mic in front of a camera, for over 20 years. You know, so he kind of knows how to work. And I was actually reading up on this as we do. It's Miz Appreciation Night, by the way. Welcome to episode 237. Um, The Miz was created because he was nervous. Because when he when he went to the real world and they put him in New York, he's obviously a small town kid in the big city, you know, classic trope there um and he was nervous and he felt like the outside he felt like he didn't fit in so the miz was a way for him to kind of let loose and put his guard down and then everybody liked it Mm. so that's how the miz got created mike the miz mizani this sounds like (laughs) this sounds like such a tool what's your name I'm, i'm the miz man you know it's really funny when i because i took my hiatus from wrestling for a long time and when I got back into wrestling, I remember like starting watching Raw and SmackDown again. And I saw the Miz and I was like, because I used to love the real world, used to watch it religiously. And then I, I was like, isn't that the fucking Miz? <laughs> One of the first people I remember was like, he wrestles? What is this going Yeah. <laughs> Tough yeah. enough. What? <laughs> yeah. Automatically piqued my interest. Um, so the, the Miz is your WWE champion. There's obviously some follies in the way. You have the Lashley problem. Drew didn't show up on Raw, um, Good. which is perfectly fine. Yeah, no, sell the injury. He went through a chamber. Yeah. First off, I mean, won the thing. 
Yeah. So he'll, he'll come back in the main event next week and disrupt it. And well, here's, here's my question is Miz. How long does Miz have this belt? Cause I'm, I'm immediately thinking, Oh, transitional uh, champion. We have, a, we have a pay-per-view in a few weeks. Yeah. We have fast lane, um, which is supposed to be on Peacock, but who knows? Um, also good point. Good point. CW up network. Uh, between Otis Corbin and Brock, there was a long straw. There was a long uh, string of um, unsuccessful holders. Well, Brock did cash it in. I don't remember what Brock did. I just remember him dancing with it. Yeah, the the Brock box. I think I think Brock box. I think Brock cashed it in successfully. Didn't Brock? I think Brock declared. He declared beforehand, and then just I think it was Kofi. No, he just he, he just got no, that. I'm googling it. Uh, did Brock Lesnar cash in his money in the yeah, bank successfully? Um, like I literally just remember him dancing a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. really funny. Yeah, we were there when he won it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He almost killed the crowd. Brock Lesnar immediately became the focal point of heaven. Didn't didn't what was that SummerSlam he cashed in? However, WC the no. final surprise and Brock Lesnar cash in his briefcase on Seth Rollins becoming Yeah, he cashed in on Seth Rollins. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, no, he was successful, my fault. Yeah, Extreme he was. rules. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He cashed in when Seth got his ass beat. I was like, oh, it's a great time for Brock. Oh, here comes Brock. Why at the Baltimore <laughs> why at the Baltimore Sun write this article? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no. The Baltimore Sun wrote an article on Brock Lesnar cashing in on Seth Rollins at Extreme Rules. <laughs> Like, was it? I think it was in Baltimore. That's, man, that, that's, that's probably what it was. <laughs> I was like, the Baltimore Sun. Like, the fuck? What? Why? Yeah, I think it, I think it was in B-more. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, with The Miz, I, I I hope he's not The Miz. He's worked so hard. Like, he's a, he's a great company guy. Mm. Um, he deserves a long run. I mean, it's kind of his first run now. His second run is in Mania season. But he went through Mania season, and he won that main event. You know, shenanigans aside with Cena and Rock, he still beat Cena in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, um, but he like he made event he made event in one of the worst wrestle the worst WrestleMania in recent memory, at least. I mean, I I, I know we're singing praises of the Miz, and I know we're singing how much we love the Miz, but let's not forget that he made evented a terrible WrestleMania that I didn't even buy back then. I bought all the WrestleManias. WrestleMania twenty seven. I was, was just like. Yeah, WrestleMania 27, I was like, skip. <laughs> yeah, the only th- good thing was that was like Triple H and Taker almost killed each other. That is true. That was their, that was their, their first one, the street fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I don't know. I want I want Miz to go long. I think Miz deserves something like this, but I have a feeling they're going to put Drew back in. Back yeah, in the I, Miz, was, Miz was in the right place at the wrong time. Um, yeah. It's just like, you know, I love the Miz. I want him to make it through So here's what I'm thinking. Hopefully, you can do. You can actually, potentially, because I think, I think the move is here that Bobby gets his title at the end, which at this point he deserves. He's the hottest thing in Raw right now. Um, I think you can do a triple threat at Fastlane, and you have something. Some somebody wins. The end goal I think is Bobby wins at Mania. Hmm. But like, is Bobby a is Bobby a face or a heel? He's just an ass kicker. Like I think here's this here's the setup that I think is happening because MVP is going to carry us the whole way, and I, this is why I also want to see Miz. 
Like Miz Lashley at Mania with with MVP as a mouthpiece and Miz as a mouthpiece, it's a fantastic build. It's not a main event build, but it's a fantastic build. Yeah, but it's like I don't want to. I don't want to see that match. Like, here's the thing. Yeah, like, I, like, I, like, I, like, I know it's Miz appreciation night, and I love the Miz, but I, I can't think of one person. I was like, wow, I really want to see the Miz wrestle that guy. It's kind of it's like, yeah, all right, <laughs> you know, fine, all right. Fine. Yeah, you don't want to see the Miz wrestle people. You want to see the Miz upset people. Yeah, I want, I want, like, I want, I want to see, I want to see him cut promos. I want to see like hit the pump and circumstance, like him coming out in the three piece suit, the pyro, him holding up the fucking belt. This that that yeah. shit eating smirk on his face, like you motherfucker. That's the Miz <laughs> I want to see. Yeah, but you got to give him some. I think Bobby beats him at some point down the road and gets the title, and I think we get Bobby Brock, SummerSlam. Oh, that'd be gorgeous. Yeah, I think we get Bobby Brock SummerSlam. I think that's that's the move. I want Miz to I want the Miz to go into champion as Mania, and if that's if he does that, I think that's fine. I just think he's gonna drop. I think they're gonna drop him at 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 uh, at fast lane. Yeah, I want Miz. I want Miz, I want Miz to champion to Mania too. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Bad Bunny's gonna get involved, and he does the Bad Bunny and Damian Priest thing. Yeah, because like the match was set up. I mean, it was it was being set up. For, you know, Miz and Morrison versus Priest and Bad Bunny at Mania, which I think is a great match for all four of those people to be in. Yeah, but now Miz is champion. So how do you get the title over him and still get Bad Bunny something to do? God, imagine if they gave Damian Priest just the rocket and just gave him the title at Mania. And Drew's just like, "Are you Would fucking?" You fucking Drew's like, "Are you fucking kidding me, guys? <laughs> I had to go through COVID." This whole bullshit year, I defeated with Randy Orton for 18 months, and you're going to tell me <laughs> I can't be champion at WrestleMania? And I'm sorry, like, Drew, I, I, I know this is misappreciation night, but Drew got fucking shafted. Yeah, the pandemic shafted his, his epic run. Yeah. He would be the hottest person next to Roman. He's the, Well, he would be the hottest face in the company if there was, if there was still people, you know. In the stands. Yeah, Drew needs to come back angry. Like uh the one my one big critique of Drew McIntyre is like, you know, every week he'd come out and be he'd he'd cut the company man promo just Oh my god, wear, all the time. Wear your mask, kids. I am <laughs> I am the company man. Wear your mask is the new say your prayers in each revival. Right. It's like I, I come out, I thank the fans, I thank management, <laughs> I thank my wife. I come out, I shake hands and I fight. Company man, that's a shame. That's, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of Sheamus. That's what the lads do, right? It's just like it's like <laughs> next thing I'm gonna wish a make a wish kid, right? Yeah, it's right? just like, hello, champ. Here's my belt. Yes. Do you know anything about kilts? Right. <laughs> they ride up and they're rather itchy. Yes. All right. Let's move on because I know Ms. Appreciation Night is gonna run rather long, but it is what it is. We're also on Twitch for the first time, uh, so we were experimenting a little bit here. Uh, the SmackDown Chamber. Much more entertaining, and KO moonsaulted off of a pod. Yeah, no, again, I was just like, well, KO is jumping off of something. <laughs> yeah, he jumped. Somebody got his hand stuck in the door, which must have been fucking painful. Oh, what a spot! Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, these two chamber matches, they were, they were fine. Like there yeah. wasn't, like there's nothing wrong. I'm not, I'm not gonna pitch about the padding, even though I really want to. I don't. Um, I don't like. Honestly, I don't like the padding either. Like, give me steel grates. I don't. I don't like it, but I. I get it. Safety, you know. Like, I, I, they I, have I, families. I, I. I. I get it, but like, I like. I was. I was watching. I. I watched. Uh, no way out. Two thousand eight. 
which was okay. uh, my very first pay-per-view I ever bought. And it was the first time I watched Elimination Chamber. And yeah, kind of, comp- and I also watched the very first one when Shawn Michaels won at the Garden. Yeah. And comparing those matches with these two matches we saw on Sunday. They toned it down. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not just saying because there was blood and because there was, you know, the no padding. This, I think this, the storylines were just better in the story. Like, for example, in 2008, um, it was to go to facing up against Edge at Mania. And it was yeah. the great Kali, Big Daddy V, Fit Finley, John, uh, MVP, excuse me, Batista and Undertaker. And Batista and Undertaker started off the match. They were one and two. Yeah. And the first person to come on was Big Daddy V. Big Daddy V comes in. You know, he has his five minutes of going crazy over. Batista spears him on the outside for the pin. Great. Next one, I was Great Kali. Uh, Great Kali, again, beats the shit out of them. Undertaker puts him in the uh, Hell's Gate, chokes him out. One, two, like, that's it. It's like, okay, you got these two big men, Batista. It's like the whole, the whole story of the match was just Batista and Undertaker taking out these guys. Until you get to Batista and Undertaker. As, as the final two. And it was a great... Which I think that was the mania before, before because 2008 was mania 24. Yeah. So Batista and Taker, I think, had fought already. They they were... That was mania before, and they were feuding all... They were feuding all year previously for the yeah. belt. Um, but like that was the story of the chamber, whereas in, in like the, the, the match itself was more gritty. The presentation was more gritty. It was more gruff. It was more like, dusty and dirty. Yeah. Whereas like this, these two chambers, it it's felt clean relatively. It felt so clean, polished. Twenty twenty one WWE. Like if you watch that first chamber, Rob Van Dam just doing crazy shit against Triple H against on the steel. Everyone's busted open. Like um, Kane just throws Chris Jericho through the pod, and Jr's <laughs> losing his mind. Like it had attitude. It had more character. Whereas I feel like these yeah. two chamber matches were just interchangeable. They there's nothing to distinctly between them. I didn't think it was much of a storyline really. It was just all right, guys, get your moves in, get your spots in. It's all clean, polished, and safe. You know what it was? Because the story wasn't the chamber. The story was everything that happened outside of a chamber for both matches. Yeah. For both matches. I mean, Daniel Bryan ends up winning. I thought it was gonna be Cesaro and they gypped us up Cesaro yet again. Um but you know, Daniel Bryan is the the classic babyface coming up against you know Roman and look at Paul Ham- look at Paul Heyman. He's looking at him like he's like a piece of meat. He is a piece of meat. Look at him. Look at those traps. Yeah, right. Um, and then Roman, <laughs> so you can see in this photo, just beats the living shit out of him. Oh, well, they got me. They got me really quickly. Um, when Roman went for the spear and Daniel Bryan hit the uh, hit the yes lock. Oh, that was lovely. I was like, oh, wait a minute. And I was like, no way. And then Roman, you know, fought his way out of oh, it. Oh, you think you think Roman Reigns is going to tap, please? <laughs> Not anytime soon. Not. I don't think. I've, I don't think Roman has ever tapped. No. In his career. Not. Not a chance. Top baby faces don't tap. Yeah. So Roman still wins, and then obviously everything that happened. He got speared, and he let go of the belt. Obviously. Edge gets his point. Pyro goes off, which is fucking amazing. Yeah, I, thought that was, I thought that was great. <laughs> it was like, nice yeah, touch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pyro goes off, which is amazing. And obviously the main event is set. Roman versus Edge. This is this is the main event of main events. Everything gets built off of this match. Yeah. I like it. 
I like it. Yeah. Um, like I, I, again, I, I, I think there could have been a few different ways you could do this. It was just, it was, it was just, it was literally just like, okay, this first chamber match is just filler. Mm. It's like, what yeah. did, did you really need to do this at the expense of what everybody should, in the chamber, not even that, but what should be one of your biggest matches of the year, the elimination chamber shouldn't, shouldn't be just i feel like over the last eight years or so yeah the elimination chamber is just something you have to get through yeah because you know what it is because it's it's right where it's it's the it's in the it's in mania season so everything that's in mania season gets superseded by mania i mean fine but you know like, like I, like again, I, I remember my, my first time watching Elimination Chamber in two thousand eight. The build up, these motherfuckers had so many vignettes, you know, two yeah. miles of steel, like showing video packages, and like they, it's it, now it's just like, well, fuck, Chamber's coming up again. What are we gonna do? Yeah, you know, Chamber's Chamber would be honestly Chamber's better suited for, um, Chamber is better suited for SummerSlam season. If that was your SummerSlam main event or something like that, Chamber would be great there. Chamber would even be great for post-mania, like post-mania season, like your first one out the out the bat. Well, no, I, I again, I, I like where it is, kids. Your last chance to main event, at least it should be. But it's just, it's just. I feel like WWE booking and creative just they don't put any emphasis behind it. It's like again, it's like it's kind of like like the Hell in a Cell at the come October. There's no really point to have one other than the fact it's just there for the calendar where in the past they made a big deal about it like the, the chamber yeah. it's the actual physical structure the actual match itself i feel like in both instances is just an afterthought in this in, in this year yeah and it even, was even, an even even similar years like you know the first tag that's first tag team chamber match first women's elimination chamber match kind of like all right we're just doing this just to do it Whereas the first Hell in a Cell match, Women's Hell in a Cell match, or even to a point, was a little bit just to do it, just to do it. It's like the Chamber, Elimination Chamber shouldn't be just to do it, just to do it. You should build to it. You should have like an actual reason to do it. And just to have these, yeah. these, these SmackDown talent just, just for no reason other than so Edge can get a spear in and point at a sign. Why? It's and, and it's so telegraphed. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah, it is it is telegraphic concerning. Everybody saw this coming. Um, you'd have to you'd have to be blind not to see it coming, you know. So it's it's one of those things where like when you even look at the WWE schedule, where the hell do you even put the chamber? Like the cha- this is the first one after Rumble. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. To, that's I mean, hard. If if done correctly, like it has in the past, I think this is a great spot for it. Yeah, but it's got to be there's got to be real stakes involved. But everything was kind of. A foregone conclusion. Right, and even like even look back at I know we have next Africa, but real quick. But like yeah. look look back in I think two thousand six when John Cena won the chamber and Edge cashed in, the very first cash in. Yes. That I, I had to go back and watch the match in the pay per view, but I don't think I don't think that was telegraphed. I think that was genuinely surprising. We were like, Oh shit. And the chamber match itself, I don't think I could. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it was superseded by the fact that Edge cashed in. It's like you know, this whole Raw chamber was built around um, Miz cashing in, which is fine. But it's like you could have just done it correctly, and they just telegraphed it 
way too much, right? So you know, the- it, it started with the Miz's promo the week before. If Miz was just like a random scratch beforehand, like some sort of mysterious like take out him and someone had to replace him last minute, then you kind of have a story there. Well, I like that too, though, honestly. Like, I like that Miz cut this promo where it's just like, why am I doing this? No, 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 I'm not going to do this. I thought that yeah. in kayfabe made sense for his character made sense and booking made sense. You know, they, they, they put they put the emphasis on the Miz where it should have been. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they did it at the expense of the chamber, which is supposed to be one of your biggest, most deadliest matches in history. Ever. Yeah. The only thing that beats that is the cell. And you can, you know, it depends right. on the depends on the year about which one is better. And the match uh, itself is the matches itself has felt so polished, interchangeable, and watered down at this point. House show, you would say. Yes. Very, very house show. Just like this tag team match was kind of also very house show, and everybody knew what was going on here. It was just to get Bianca over. Well, I guess Lacey Evans really is pregnant then. Yeah, Lacey Evans <laughs> really is pregnant, uh, especially the way things end. And I just, I honestly just love this photo that someone shot from, from WWE, uh, but it's fucking dope. Like, in if this wasn't a Mania build, Sasha and Bianca are your next tag team champions. Yeah, it's just like, it's, it's like Vince is telling him, just be twins. <laughs> just you know, just 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 smile the same, just dress the same, the same makeup, shower the what? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. What what did you say? <laughs> right, you know, but, but that, that, that that's that this. that's my main thing. I'm waiting for someone to turn on the other, but it, in the meantime, it's just like there there are two there are two similar. It's like it's like Vince. They like each other too much. It, not not even that. It's that their characters are too similar. They've been hinting at it, like they hinted about it, hinted at it on SmackDown, and then like of course, obviously, this asshole Reggie came in to the picture and is screwing up this entire story. Like I, I don't like Reginald in this for a lot of reasons. One, because it doesn't make sense. It's like when you put an Ellsworth in the women's money in the bank. Why? No need. No yeah. need at all. There's there's no need for Reggie. It's Reggie, like, he's talented. He's like he's getting his character down. Like he's very green, but he's getting his character down, and that's fine. Um, and I'm you're supposed to not like him, but there's no need for him in this potential first night main event of Sasha and Bianca. Congratulations, Carmella. Another sidekick has overshadowed you. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the, it, who knows? And then he's gonna take, you know, he's gonna take, uh, he's gonna take Ricochet's spot. Yeah. Obviously, Shane and Nia retain. All right, U.S. title match. Uh, we kind of it's for, for conclusion. Keith Lee, MIA, and I kind of want to talk about that real quick. This reminds me so much of when Mustafa Ali got injured, and he was supposed to get the major push, and then Kofi took his spot. You know, it's it's eerily similar. This is pending that Keepley's actually legitimately injured and not any, like, you know, COVID thing because Mia had COVID. Yeah, like, Keithley's been off TV for a while now. Yeah, um, it's it's not looking good. Like, he was supposed he's this is supposed to be, like, his season to, like, you know, become something, and he's not there. The guy can't catch a break. Yeah. It's, it's upsetting. And so John Morrison got put in <laughs> to the match. Um, and, you know, it was Morrison, Riddle, and, and Lashley. It's a great match. Lashley still looks like a million bucks, even though he gets hit in the back with his own, with uh, MVP's crutch. 
Which you, I was like, eh, whatever. But you, you know, you know, what it, you know, it was, you know, it was. What? It was at the beginning of the match. Uh, the announcers made a point to say that it was no disqualification. Well, it's triple threat. It's automatic. Well, no, yeah, but they don't. I don't think they always say that. No, sometimes when like something happens, like oh, just remember, it's no DQ, it's triple threat. Right, but they said it before the match. I was like, oh, so here's the finish. <laughs> guess, <laughs> guess that crutch is being used. So yeah. <clears throat> maybe that's just I've been watching wrestling too long, or I've been watching too much wrestling Probably. recently. It's like it's, you don't have to telegraph literally everything. No, you you don't at all. Um, but what are your thoughts on 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 the bro man being your being your U.S. champion? Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me at all. Um, you know, John Morrison was just in here to take a pin, and they, they and, needed somebody to go in and 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 to protect Lashley. Um, I, I Lashley think didn't get the pin. It's which I think, is perfect. Yeah, I think it's better off that Keith Lee didn't get pin. I think I think uh, Matt Riddle was always going to get this belt one way or the other. Yeah. Um, which is fine. They just couldn't do it on Lashley because they obviously have plans for Lashley. Yeah, he's which he's right. he's moved up to the main event, which is where he belongs. So you know he doesn't yeah. he doesn't need that U.S. belt. He didn't do anything with it. It didn't do anything for him. So yeah, although it, it looks so nice, like I want that U.S. belt so badly. Oh yeah, with especially with Lashley in his suits, like good oh, God, who is beautiful. his who is his tailor? <laughs> he talks about it. I was watching him on the bum. He's like got some tailor in Denver where he lives, or what have you. And I will speaking of Denver and marijuana and Matt Riddle and potheads. Um, if if this might be, and this is me totally being a dick, this might be the biggest win for legalization of marijuana across the U.S., that Riddle is the U.S. champion. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> that is that is really funny. <laughs> that is really funny. Although, I was, <laughs> I, was I, was I can't, I got I to gotta, I gotta say this because it's hilarious, but I don't want to. I got to give credit. Sideberg. I was listening to Matt, the Matt Men podcast after, uh, after elimination chamber and someone goes, I want, I want Matt Riddle to come out and be like the, the, the right to censor is completely come out and be against weed and like come out in a suit and like educating people and be really obnoxious about people like who yeah. smoke weed. I was just like, that would be the greatest thing for Matt Riddle to come out and do. Totally switch his character around. Yeah. He's just the right to censor. Oh my God. That would actually be really, really fucking funny. Um, yeah, it's I, I you know what it is? I was watching Raw Talk when I was getting ready for work uh this morning and he's so much better when he's not trying to be a stoner. Like he already has the voice like that's how his voice naturally is, so there's nothing you can do about that. But yeah, like that's his kids. Yeah, yeah. He exaggerates it for TV. When it's raw talk and that, like the cameras are on, but the cameras aren't really on, and he's just relaxing and kind of shooting the shit, he's so much more digestible. Yeah, than what he than what he does when like the raw TV is on, you know, and it's that that's that's the thing. He's like, we get it. He's a stoner. He smokes a lot of weed. Former UFC guy, but like, you don't need to shove it in our face. No, he like we know you're a stoner. He feels he feels very forced. Yeah, so forced. Yeah. It's not even funny how forced he feels. Yeah, that that's the thing. And like, and and you're right. It's his cadence. His cadence doesn't change. Which is also the issue. Like every joke is the same cadence, yeah. so you kind of get numb to it. Even though some of the stuff is funny, like you know, oh, don't worry, bro, I got a scooter. I'll make it to the other side of the arena. And like, but like I've heard that cadence before. I've heard it in like Disney movies when you have you know the in I think it's like the Goofy movie. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah. Exactly. 
So, I mean, that's all we talked about Elimination Chamber for at nauseum. So, uh, that's pretty much it. Obviously, it was a man pay per view. A lot of stuff were predictable, but it's more like kind of, I think it was the pay per view where we were putting things in the right place. So, people are getting put, are being positioned in the right place. So, we will see what happens from there. So, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the real. WWE champion, according to JR. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Grimes, yes. baby. AEW <laughs> yeah. uh, Revolution's build, which is going to be apparently very deadly. And uh, all the random Adam Cole shit that he's doing in NXT. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. I mean, they were booing Rey Mysterio. Who boos Rey Mysterio? What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Zach, your host of the YLP podcast. And may I remind you that you are listening. To Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. Hi, welcome to the Wrestle Addict Radio Shop. I am Mr. Fretz from the Game Changer Podcast. Please pick up a mask on your way inside and go to teespring.com, search for Wrestle Addict Radio, and you will find t shirts, mugs, hoodies and even face masks that represent all of us at Wrestle Attic Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast and common wrestling merch store. Buy our merch. Buy it. Good morrow! This is Nate the Effing Great from the Game Changer Podcast, and royalty takes on a whole new meaning. You are listening to the Kings of the Rings Podcast, part of Wrestle Attic Radio. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Kings of the Rings Podcast. Yes, to the moon. Kings of the Rings Podcast, exclusively here on Wrestle Attic Radio. King Rick Rose, Willie T. K is out uh, pulling a Keith Lee at this moment and just out of action. So hopefully K will return soon. Uh, and so, of course, we obviously talked about Elimination Chamber and our new WWE champion, The Miz. Fun fact, The Miz is an eight-time Intercontinental Champion, only one behind uh, the tie of Chris Jericho, uh, the guy with the list, as Daniel Bryan, Bryan calls him, with nine. And I think before, I think before, before Mr. will be the IC title holder, like the all-time IC title holder. <laughs> how long, so. how much longer is Jericho going to be in AEW and how long is Vince going to be alive? So yeah, probably. We all, yeah, probably. We all know Vince is bitter uh, about things <laughs> like that. Remember, remember Demolition's tag team record? So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that got smashed. Uh, but apparently there's also a new WWE champion and I'm, we're talking about Kenny freaking Omega. <laughs> <laughs> According to JR. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. 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 Did you did you hear the call? I did. I did. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize it until afterwards, but once they said it, I knew exactly what this what the part was. Alright, here's here's my thing about good old Jim Ross. Um I I I will never ever say that Jim Ross should retire and get out of wrestling. But he should really, really consider retiring and getting out of wrestling <laughs> because here's, here's the thing. It's not even that he makes these mess ups, he's old, he misses a step, and he's not good at his job anymore. Yeah. 
Jim Ross can announce for as damn well long as he pleases. He has that right. If he wants a job and someone wants to give it to him, I'll sit there and listen to him. Yeah. He is the best that's ever done his job. But if you've ever listened to his podcast with Conrad Thompson. I I haven't. I I feel like he doesn't even like his job. (laughs) Because... (laughs) Like this, if you listen to his commentary, it, it sounds so much like he's phoning it in. He doesn't know what to say, and if you listen to his podcast, he doesn't like the style of wrestling. No, I mean he made that pretty clear a couple of months ago. Yeah, just like it's it's not that I think he should retire. It's just I'm confused of why he's in AEW. I think it's honestly just a paycheck, and I think that's the problem because when Jr. was with WWE. For as long as he was, he wasn't just an announcer; like he was involved. Oh, he was he was uh, head of head of he talent, was creative head of talent, was talent relations. relations, right? Yeah. yeah, he was talent related. So like he knew these guys, so he could he could really and he knew the characters because he knew the guys. So like he can really like I think that's what made him really good. It's because he there was like a personal relationship, and I don't think and this is me just totally speculating. I don't think he has that in AEW. I think he's like, oh, you're a good announcer, be an announcer, that's it. Like. Yeah, no, he's he has said he's not like on the executive team. He's not involved in creative. Like he'll give advice when asked, and he's like a mentor to these guys and stuff like that. But he is not involved in creative or booking or um, executives or decision making. He's he's talent. I think that's a huge misstep. I I I don't. Because mm-hmm. he's he's there if needed, right? Like if someone's like okay. Jr. Like oh, it's like it's like okay, right? Like private party. If mm-hmm. they don't go up and ask Jr. questions and pick his brain, or Hangman Adam Page, or Sammy Guevara, there's not a doubt in my mind that Jr. would talk to them, give them advice, and do stuff. Jr. can do that without being a decision maker. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, he doesn't have to be like you know the the end all be all, but yeah. he can like he's like the he's like the wise like sage in the in the town. Yeah, it's like well, I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like uh-huh. I, I, I say same thing like Jake the Snake. Like he's Jake the Snake is known for one of the best creative minds in wrestling ever, but he's never been in that kind of executive position either. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, he wants the resurrection of Jake the Snake. Yeah, well, of course, but again, like, yeah. I bet I bet these young people are there picking his brain when they can. You would hope. You would you would really help, but hopefully you know Kenny Omega WWE champion. Uh, and but and but while he's the AEW champion, uh, he's a poor dresser. Uh, but <laughs> besides that, uh, him and Moxley aren't done, and he decided to lay down the stipulations because we got to do something to get Moxley on uh, maternity leave. So they decided for the main event of Revolution for the AEW championship, it's. Kenny Omega, John Moxley, exploding barbed wire death match, aka the Mick Foley classic. Um, Actually, this is a, this is a Terry Funk classic. Yeah, it is a Terry Funk. Um, thing too. Oh. So I have this one thing to say. Remember, remember last time they did something like this. Remember the internet's re- remember Dave Meltzer and the Mark's reaction to this. I. Remember Renee I, I, Young's I reaction to, to this? <laughs> I, I, remind me, because I probably blocked it in my brain. It was bad. Like that, that barbed wire bed thing and all the blood and gore 
and the yeah. and the guts and the the internet marks were like clutching their pearls like oh my god the <laughs> violence oh oh like like you got to record that as a soundbite because that was amazing <laughs> right like it's like, like that's that's pretty much it didn't go over well um they're like oh the, 2021 wrestling is so much better than this. These people have bodies and families and, oh, the humanity. It's like... Have you not followed John Moxley throughout his non-WWE career? He gives zero shits about his body. Like, it's it's not that people don't want hardcore. It's just people want watered-down hardcore. People want PC hardcore. People really want PG wrestling is what they really... <laughs> the marks and it's like, WWE is, is two PGs. Like, oh, pads on the chamber. But we don't want John Moxley to go through a <laughs> bunch of bar. What do you want, Mark? What do you want? Yeah. Right? What it's do like, you want? It's like you ever, you ever see you ever see like an Instagram? It's like it's like it's like a it's like a Instagram post from like his chick. It's like a, a picture of like a tweet. It's like I'm happy that my guy doesn't like have side hose, but like why doesn't he have side hose? Like am I am I like not good enough or something? Is this there's this like a, is this a comment underneath this guy doing what do women want? Like yeah. that's how I feel about the internet wrestling community. What do you want? You're, like, you're just a bunch of fucking women. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? I, yeah, I have concerns about this because this is totally pandering to an IWC crowd. No, it's the thing. It's not. <laughs> they think yeah. they are, but it's going to backfire. Yeah. They're going to hate it's it. Scary. They're going to hate yeah. it because it's too violent. It's too gory. It's Bloody. This is very 80s, you know. Yeah, it's very it's 80s it's, it's old school. No, I don't know what the flying fuck this thing is. At this rate, Revolution is going to be a three night pay per view. How many matches on this goddamn card? I don't know, but we're going to have to review it next week because it's happening next week. It's going to be like two weeks or something from now. Um, it's March March seventh or something like that. When it's is a Revolution? Week, a, week, a week from Sunday, or is it Saturday? I think I have a graphic for it. Oh no, I just have Sting killing himself. Um, I love that. That's a great picture. <laughs> and it's a great picture. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't I'm, know what. I'm interested, I don't, but I don't. Know. I don't know what to expect. Um. But I, I'm just waiting to talk about how much the Marks hate it for it being too gory. Like, remember how the Marks reacted when fucking Cody took a chair shot to the head and it was botched, granted. But the idea, well, they yeah. weren't talking about the fact that it was botched and it was a mistake. They're talking about the fact that Cody shouldn't be taking chair shots to the head. Um, yeah, I was one of them. I was like, he shouldn't be taking chair shots to the head as an executive of a company. Right. But it, <laughs> it's just like, well, it's wrestling, guys. It's a TV yeah. show. It's like they're too, it's not like John Moxley is forced to do this match they're two consenting adults <laughs> let them do yeah. it i'm sure it's gonna I be think, great i hope yeah i hope it's i hope it what if it's a cinematic match that would be an interesting twist i think that would get them rave reviews instead of them trying to actually do exploding barbed wire death match like for real for real like they used to do but then again it's not on like a network it's on pay-per-view so and bleacher report live i think <laughs> So they might actually do the real thing. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm definitely curious. I'm I, curious. I, I, I'll watch it. I'll watch it the next day. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't care about it exploding. I think it sounds, it just sounds stupid. It sounds so <laughs> like, Hey, Will, what it are you watching? Gimmicky. What are you watching? I'm watching. God damn it. Watching exploded barbed wire. Death I'm watching a exploding barbed wire death, death match. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be there soon. Just I know South Park's on. We'll watch South Park after. <laughs> All right. The, the, the vaccine specials come up in a few weeks. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, they're doing a second one. Nice. Um, yeah. 
So, all right, so let's move on from the exploding barbed wire death. So we're going to have an exploding barbed wire death match and 62-year-old Sting getting powerbombed by Brian Cage all on the same show. Oh, my God. You know what the best part of this was? The best, the best. Besides this graphic that I have up well, right now? Other than, other than the graphic is that when he got powerbombed, the announcer was like, oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, my God. No, don't do it, Cage. Don't. He's in a match in a two weeks. What do you mean don't do it? He's fair game. It's like it's like if it was Jake the Snake Roberts, yeah, don't do it. It's like it's not Jerry the King Lawler who had a heart attack and Dolph Ziggler's kicking him in the heart. Yeah, that deserves the don't do it. Sting yeah. is going to wrestle a match in two weeks. He's like got to take a bump somehow. The fact that the announcers and like the internet's kind of having this reaction is just like, yeah, he probably shouldn't be wrestling then, shouldn't he? Yeah, but everybody wanted X-Tang! X-Tang! You wanted the moment, and now this is what you get for it. Again, IWC, you're a bunch of women. <laughs> you wanted Sting, you got Sting. No, let's not. Have, he took, what? I don't want him to take a power bomb. Then don't have him come back. <laughs> well, watch what happens when he does a Stinger splash and almost breaks his neck again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, just don't have him come back. I mean, then you're gonna see more. You're gonna see more of this graphic, and like that. Honestly, this is a perfect meme. <laughs> it's such a perfect <laughs> meme when you bust, but she keeps sucking. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, when you thought 2021 was gonna be better, <laughs> <laughs> December December 32nd, 2020. <laughs> Oh my god! Yes, all right. Let's move along. Let's move along. Yeah, Revolution is Sunday, March March seventh. The Bleacher Report and stuff. It's a Sunday pay per view for AEW, which is going to be different. Um, so we'll 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 have somebody live tweet it or watch. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll 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 watch it eventually. We'll we'll at least try to predict the card next week. I can oh, we'll, guarantee that. We'll definitely that. pick the card. Just yeah. There's like 18 matches on it. There's so many matches <laughs> on this fucking card. I keep losing track. Yeah. Yeah, so it is what it is. Uh, also, Adam Cole's just an asshole, and I love it. Um, he tweeted this out at the end of NXT this past week. What needed to be done? Whatever that was. Apparently he's going to... Yes. Yeah, he's, he's going places. Um, whatever that means. He's going to explain this week on NXT. Obviously, it's Tuesday when we're doing this recording, so we haven't seen it yet. Um, so who who knows... What the hell he's going to be doing? But I like it. They have the bet. They have the most intriguing and not predictable championship scene in WWE right now. Do you know what it reminds me of? What like NX NXT's scene right now reminds me a lot of like 2004 Raw, right, or 2002 even. Like you had, okay. like you had Brock Lesnar coming up. You had oh, Stone. The beginning of the ruthless aggression. Right. You had you had Stone Cold in the main event. You had The Rock. You had Triple H. You had Shawn Michaels coming back. You had Kane. You had Undertaker. You had Kurt Angle. You had so many guys at the top of the card who were all, who you could just swap in and out in that main yeah. title picture scene, or were always relevant. That's what NXT reminds me of now. You have so many people. You have all the undisputed era. Um, Eva, I'll even throw Roddy in there. He's believable to be in this. You have Pete Dunn. Yeah. Um, you have Adam Cole. You have Pat McAfee when he comes back. Um, you got Chomp. You got Pat, by the way. Right? You got Chomp, who can be thrown in there again. Um, you got Finn, who's a champion. You got Gargano, who can be thrown in there again. 
Um, Kushida could be thrown in there. Like, there's so many guys who are believable top guys and contenders in NXT right now. It's like, what a... It's almost like this is a, this is low key Cameron Grimes. He's 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 on his way to being thrown in there. Give it give it give it four months. Cameron Grimes would be a title contender once this kind yeah. of once this kind of thins out. Like he like this this NXT is fucking. And you also have stacked. Walter in waiting in the waiting in the wings. He also officially passed Pete Dunn's uh, record. He did. He, he he might he might hit a thousand days. He's at six hundred right now. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, depending on his travel situation. <laughs> I mean, it's not him hitting a thousand days. I think it's Kaylee Ray might hit a thousand days as the NXT UK Women's Champion. Mm. You know, so I'm I'm so intrigued by Adam Cole. And I don't know if you heard about this. So apparently, this might have happened off stream, but a lot of people talked about this that WWE actually had to clarify. So I did hear about this. The people, yeah. you did. Or I, did hear, I, I did hear about this. Yeah. Yeah, so according to people in the crowd that tweeted this out, or I didn't even see it on the playback. I haven't like looked that that heavily at the playback. Of well, the it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Playback. It wasn't on camera. This was. Uh, it wasn't on camera. This was okay. after NXT went off the air. And... Yeah, he got they they stretcher jobbed him. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people were saying that it looked like he was having a seizure. Yeah, he was. He was convulsing. Yeah, he was convulsing on the floor. Which. Uh, oh, which it's it's still real to me, scary. damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very concerning. They stretched him out. It, it, like, like from this fan footage that we have on the graphic up here, it looks like something was really wrong. Yeah. You know, WWE has since come out and Kyle O'Reilly since come out and said he's fine. You know, he's being evaluated, but he should be cleared to go. And, and essentially they said anything you've heard on the internet isn't true. So they're saying Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly did not have a seizure. Could he have been hurt? Could it have been storyline? Yeah. Because NXT does do a very good job of blurring the lines. Yeah, it's a work. You got yeah. worked. Congratulations, yeah. Internet Wrestling, AI, IWC. You got worked. Yeah, it just um, makes Kyle that, that much better of a babyface. But but um, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that well you know one if you know I'm glad people care enough to say like hey I hope he's okay is this what's going on like this is what it actually looked like and I'm glad WWE is just like. No. We know, but it's <laughs> but it's not it's not what you think. It's yeah. like it's like <sighs> let, let's yeah. sit, sit down. I'm gonna shock you right now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestling is fake. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Bowsers. Can't believe it. But no, um, I, I'm glad some people. I'm glad that wrestlers can still be so good at their job. That people can get worked like this. Um, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't see the footage. Obviously, I wasn't there. But if it really did look that real, man, touche to Kyle O'Reilly. I bet Triple H dabbed him on the back. It was like he had that in the backstage. Like, yo, good shit, man. Like, he really, got they were probably like, yo, is he shaking? Yo, get the stretch. Get the stretch. You're gonna fucking love this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like maybe it was an audible. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? But I mean, he's fine. So so we'll see what happens from there. Uh, and also, let's talk about this. I love MSK with the burning. I almost bought their shirt. Oh my god! No, them and Beth. <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. So we had the trophy presentation, which was just a setup for Dakota and Raquel. By the way, they got the same fucking trophy. 
and I'm really upset about that. Yeah, well, I was thinking that too. One? I was saying they got they got to share the trophy. <laughs> yeah, what kind of BS is this? It's like the Stanley Cup, right? It's 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 all the same trophy that gets passed around. Yeah, it is. I mean, but you you have this set up right now because uh, Shayna and Nia showed up. It was probably the best that they looked all week, to be completely honest with you, against anybody. Um, this apparently is a setup, and I think March third, so next week, March third. Is the two is the two tag team title fights? Yep. So, uh, yeah. So real quick turnaround because like MSK announced they're challenging March third. Raquel and Dakota said they're challenging March third. And in my head, I was like, "What the hell is going on on March third? Is it a takeover? Is there any? No, it's just a regular NXT. We're just gonna have title fights. Trying to go for ratings. Yeah, might as well. Um, I'm excited for this. I I need Dakota and Raquel to take this off of Shannon and Nia. Oh, I hope so so much. Yeah, I I hope so. Because, you know, NXT is actually doing a good job at building women tag team. You know, yeah. Shots, Shotzi and Ember are very believable. Um, They're fun. Um, uh, Ricochet's girlfriend. Caden and, Kay- and, and, and um, Casey. Yeah. They are so believable. They have great chemistry. They work well together. Casey's going to die next week, though, oh, but it's okay. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, she's cute as a button inside, dude. It's just gonna, I'm just gonna be sitting. I'm gonna be sitting there with popcorn, even though I can't eat it. But I'm just gonna. I'm gonna be sitting there without my pants on. It's gonna be phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and also, I mean, MSK. MSK sold me on this with them and Beth eating the popcorn. And first off, I was like, where did they get popcorn from? <laughs> dude, no, Beth. <laughs> honestly, the fact that Beth Phoenix was still there eating the popcorn with them is what sold it for me. I thought, and they kept cutting back to him, like, just briefly. I, thought, I was just like, I was just like, okay, this is this, this is the perfect kind of pandering because it's like, <laughs> that shit the internet and marks will just eat up because it's not, too much it's it, so funny it was just and it felt supernatural <laughs> it felt, it, everything about it just felt so right and beth phoenix being there just felt so right yeah what's really funny because like beth never played like a uh never played like a funny character no or, like, she was a silly very character. very serious she was very serious so her to be like silly is great and like you kind of have to be silly to marry edge like you can't be super serious all the time oh yeah you know, so her being her being able to be silly with MSK is great. Like MSK is my favorite tag team in the world. Oh, and West right Lead is knocking out. He got knocked out from that disc. They had to, they had to shake him awake. And Beth Phoenix like shake him awake. I thought I thought the whole thing was they got two things of popcorn. They're just eating it super obnoxiously. I thought it was I thought it was great. It was entertaining, and it did it didn't yeah. it didn't steal a show. It didn't take away from the moment. Um, Raquel Gonzalez got to cut a pretty bad promo dusty didn't meet me and it was just like listen listen did like, you hear Braun? yeah did you hear Braun Strowman's promo uh what part is it? all this, this sucks. sucks this, this sucks. sucks that you sucks suck. how about suck. this shane's like no no no. that sucks yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no you're fucking I, I i didn't even waste time speaking about Braun, but he's it's him and shane so shane's gonna try to get him over or whatever but who knows who cares? Still on NXT. Uh, <laughs> Tony Storm's fucking pissed. Did you see the? Did you see the picture that happened before this picture? What is that picture? I can't see it that well. Oh, okay, so it's Tony. Io was getting. Io was doing like a a post. Oh, the photo shoot. Post match photo shoot. Yeah. And Tony came in, and literally, so they had. It's obviously a setup, but they they literally had 
you see one picture of Tony, I'm uh, not Tony, of Ia with the championship belt, and you see another picture where she looks over, and then the next picture you just see Tony's <laughs> foot <laughs> and Io falling to the ground. <laughs> I almost used I almost used the foot picture, but I thought this one was better. Um, so yeah, and Tony and Io is the setup because uh, what was it? I don't think Io. Oh, Tony didn't get pinned, I believe. Uh no. Uh, we're, uh, uh, Mart- Martinez. Mer- did. Yeah, Mercedes yeah. did. So that's your setup. It's going on, which is fine. And they fa- also entertaining as well. They found Austin Theory. Oh my god, he came out in his undies. <laughs> and he was he was still strapped together with the uh, zip ties. <laughs> it was really funny. It was really funny. <laughs> There was jumping up and down. It was, it, was, it, was, it was just like, it was just, NXT had just enough stupid in it <laughs> to the fact where it wasn't annoying. Yeah, no, it was, it was so, I love the way. I know people that hate Johnny Gargano because he's a chick, chicken to heel, but they, Johnny Gargano, that whole faction is so fucking funny. He's not really, like, I don't really consider Johnny that much of a heel anymore. He's just a character at he's, this point. He's just, he's just, a, he's just a funny guy. He's just a funny yeah. character. He's just, he's just being, he's, he's just being his normal self. Yeah. You know, that that's all it is. But, you know, that's all that's going on in NXT. Uh, so before we get to match of the week, tonight, of course, like we said last week, uh, we have, uh, sponsored Limitless Wrestling's next big pay-per-view, Double Vision, happening Friday, March 19th, exclusively on IWTV, Independent Wrestling TV. Head over to their website. It's $9.99 a month, $100 for a year, so you do save a bit of 20 bucks. And I did say that we were sponsoring the main event championship match, and I am very happy to say that we are sponsoring the main event championship match in the Limitless Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, um, Chris Casanova versus Danny Garcia, is going to be the main event sponsored by us. It's pretty much confirmed by all of their promo stuff. Yes, yes. And you're welcome. You're welcome, world. It's pretty much confirmed by all the promo stuff. Uh, this is one of Chris Casanova's last matches. They didn't say he was going to WWE. They didn't say he was going to NXT. Or, or or AEW, they just said he's going to Florida to pursue his dreams. And so AEW and WWE are both in Florida, so it leaves it up for... Uh, it leaves it up for hey, 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 so is Impact. <laughs> that's, 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 that's very true. That's very true. Um, he's going to NXT. If, I, if I'm a betting man, he's going to NXT. I hope so. Uh, so... So I'm very excited because, like I said, I've watched him and will. I think you'll probably watch him. You just look up Chris Casanova. He's a Boston boy, too. Hey. He's a Boston boy, too. Um, So I'm very excited for this. And I'm also very excited to be like, hey, we sponsor one of his final matches on the Indies. Yeah, that's, good. that's, a, that's, that's a good feather to put in our cap. Yeah. You know, it, it's very good. He's very nice. He he already DM'd us saying thank you for sponsoring the match and giving us this opportunity, which you're welcome, by the way. Um, You know, they're they're they're. Building this up to be a big thing. They've even nicknamed it the Last Dance. Mm. So I, I and you know when you say the Last Dance these days, it's got to be a pretty big deal. Mm. So I, I'm very excited for this. I've never seen Danny Garcia, to be completely honest with you, but it looked they're they're building this really well, 
and I'm very excited to see this. I'm very excited to sponsor this event. Uh, and I'm, I'm honestly with all the work we've been doing with Limitless right now, I en- I enjoy their promotion and what they're doing. You're up in Maine, so you're kind of cold, but like I enjoy you guys. Yeah, enjoy enjoy the main events. Give me crazy and Tiger Woods behind the wheel. <laughs> you went there. You went there. Good. <laughs> How long were you waiting? Honestly, I just thought that. of it. I just thought of it. Really? Yeah, I ah, just thought good of job. it. Yeah. Good job. So yes, again. Double Vision, March 19th on Independent Wrestling TV. Uh, head over to their website, IWTV.com. Follow their socials. Uh, sign up. $9.99 a month, $100 for the whole year. I'll probably just do a whole year package because there's have a lot of good independent promotions on IWTV. Uh, so, yeah. So, before so before we get out of here. It's on Roku, on right? IWTV? It is on Roku, oh, yes. Oh, my Roku just came yeah. in the mail. I'm looking at it right now. I got to plug it in. I literally, it's like, I literally got a Roku for my birthday just so I could have Peacock on it. Thanks, brother, for my birthday. Absolutely. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. Okay. So, yeah, but why not? Um, all right. So obviously Ms. Appreciation Night, and you know, we've mentioned a lot about Ms. What I didn't mention about Ms. Um, besides that he's our match of the week from a unanimous selection. Even Kay chimed in. He's our unanimous selection for match of the week, which wasn't really a match at all. So, oh, that's totally a match. Hey, the bell rang. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I was re- <laughs> it's true. Um, so I was reading up on the Miz. And how he got into wrestling, he pretty much got it in because there was an MTV producer from the real world who knew a guy who ran the UPW wrestling school out in uh, California. So he was in there. And a couple of quick stories about Mr. Miz. Um, shocker, he was a cocky asshole, but it wasn't really that athletic compared to other people in the school. Like, I don't know, John Cena. So that's where the Cena hatred started. And you don't you say you don't do long term story storytelling these days. Um, Never. <laughs> you know, yeah. Speaking of long term stories, which I forgot to mention when we were talking about the uh, when uh, you know Miz cashing in for the first time this show, there was a video clip that came that resurfaced uh, that people found. So when they were in the 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 CWC, which was formerly the Performance Center, MVP had a promo with Drew McIntyre. Do you remember this? No. MVP had a promo with Drew McIntyre when they were in the PC and Drew's one of Drew's runs. Think about him in his it was his second run, I believe. Um and he said, When you lose that title, I will personally have a hand in it. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll play it for you. I'll play it for you after the show. He goes, I will personally have a hand in you losing the title. That's when uh, he wanted Drew to join like the the, the, the VIP lounge and all this other shit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like pre-Hurt Business. Okay. Like right before the Hurt Business was starting. Um, so yeah. So yeah, be it as it may. So anywho, uh, The Miz was a cocky asshole in his UPW, Universal Pro Wrestling, I believe it was called. So... The guy who was running the show was like, wasn't really like the guy to do like old school punishment uh, style stuff, but he was like, I got to teach this guy a lesson. So he put him up against like, you know, the way they used to do matches apparently was that they would be booked like they would have a show, but they would tell him, oh, you're facing this one and give him like minimal amount of time to put a match together, which is actually a good fucking tactic. Um, And so we put him up. Yeah, exactly. He put him up against a guy who was like a 300 pound, like former MMA fighter. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. To teach him a lesson. And then apparently after the match, he went up to the, to the head guy and he was like, all right, I get it. I will like, I won't be an asshole anymore. And apparently he was a, 
he was a, a scholar athlete for the rest of the time there. So that's your that's your Miz storage for you. So Miz, obviously his match, uh, <laughs> unanimous selection for the best match of the week, which is amazing. Uh, and obviously, of course, it's Miz Appreciation Night. He's a unanimous selection for King of the Night. Hello, he's a WWE champion. He's a champion that is actually probably going to bring more eyes to Raw at this point. Um, because he's the Miz and he's awesome and he. The one thing that Miz can do, I think we mentioned about this more, Miz, Miz knows how to work the media. And I don't think Drew knows how to work the media. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> I can't believe the Miz is WWE champion again. <laughs> Get used to it. I, I, I sure fucking hope so. <laughs> we, I, I save that forever. <laughs> oh, that's, that's staying exactly where it is. Yeah. <laughs> Save that for fucking ever. The Miz is our king. There's not much more to say about the Miz than we already haven't said. Oh, besides that, the Miz is so good, he got frets mad. Well, that's not that hard. Very true. All you gotta do is just work him for a few weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. It's like the Miz a lot. Yeah, right. Um, Yeah, frets hates this man. Why? And I love it. Why? So I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. Ask Fretz. 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 Talk to me, baby. Bubby. Bubby. What do you do to you? Why do you Fretz, hate Fretz? Is the angry Miz? Right. It's like it's only clean as a hockey team that beat your team. They have a Columbus. Oh, well, it's Columbus. It's close. But it's the Blue Jackets. I don't think the Blue Jackets have been good. At That's a what while. I mean. I don't, I don't That's what I mean. I mean, yeah. he's what the Leafs fan or the Leafs any good? I don't follow hockey. He's no the Leafs are not good. I can tell you that right now. Believe it's not good. I mean, they were booing. Nikki Skywalker's a student. Boo's Ray Mysterio. Yeah, I'll boo. I'll boo Ray Mysterio. I'll boo the Leafs. Actually, fuck them. Um, so yeah, yeah. The, anything to get Fred's little little frazzled. Fred's sorry. Fred's little, little frazzled. I'm all for it. <laughs> I can't believe the Miz is WWE champion again. <laughs> get used to it. That that, right, that, we, that promo was made for Mr. Fretz. He was talking directly. Was. He was looking him in the eye and just giving him the finger. With a tear in his eye. With a tear in his eye. So, yeah, I think that's all about all the news that's been in the boot. Happy Miz Appreciation Night to you, Willie T. Oh, yeah. What a, what a night to be alive. I'm tagging Miz in everything that we when we post this show up so that he sees how much we appreciate him. I hope he cuts a promo on us, how much we didn't, how much we didn't appreciate him enough. Yeah, how about we miss? I I did appreciate the fact that he chooses Backstreet Boys over NSYNC. So there's a fun fact for you. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Miz is Miz is not Miz is not. He was actually actually you would like this. You we would both like this because we're both uh, men of a former men of a fraternal order. He was State of Kai. Was he really? Yeah, he was State of Kai at the uh, Miami Ohio. Good for him. Right. Not president like us though. You know how it is. Two time. Ooh, ooh, Willie two-time. You're well, like the Miz, then. I was a two-time president, but I had to resign halfway through my second term. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't get impeached twice, so it is what it is. It seems and, like it always happens to the Spanish guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> when I was why I had to resign. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, cue that music. Let's get the fuck out of here. You are. You're so good.
the worst dance moves ever. Folks. I know, Ladies it's terrible. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to and watching Kings of the Rings podcast episode number 237, the most must-see episode of Kings of the Rings podcast ever, Ms. Appreciation Night. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. Find me at Ambassador the Bigs across all social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, some people's DMs, less people's text messages. That's a throwback, folks. Um, Kings of the Rings podcast at KOTR underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Like, share, subscribe. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all of your podcasts by subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio. Again, like, share, subscribe, leave us five-star reviews, and follow Wrestle Addict Radio socials on uh, Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Willie T, it was great doing this appreciation night with you and with everybody that happened to be on Twitch, which just happens to be that one guy, CWF Network. Hey. Uh, cause yeah, right? Because it was awesome. We're going to be on Twitch a lot more now. So, You know, when I first heard this song, I hated it so much. <laughs> I hated it so much. And then I heard it again last week on NXT, and I was like, all right. <laughs> it's like, all it's right. catchy. It's, it's outstanding. It it's 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 the two of the moons. That's all it is. It's just the two of the moons. If you want to take me it to the to moon, the go to biggestpodcastsolutions.com slash Kings Rings Podcast and hit that donation tab. Um if you want to sponsor if you want to sponsor this podcast, you know, just shoot us yeah, a sponsor us, please. We, we accept sponsors, right? Yeah, sure. We can we can do that. If you wanna Yeah, sponsor uh, us. If you want to appreciate the much as if you want to appreciate us as much as we appreciate the Miz, go to our Patreon. Five dollars a month can get you all this great content. Um, yeah, T.S. and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. Uh, I'm doing plugs for once. Who would have thought I do? Kings of the yeah, Rings. Right. Um, yeah, right. But yeah, uh, it's it's late at night. We are still live, and uh, I feel a poop coming on, so. Yeah. <laughs> yes, even though this show has already been the shit, we are going to continue to be the shit next week when we talk about AEW uh, revolution and exploding barbed wire death matches. Uh, whatever Adam Cole talks about on uh, NXT this week, and... Whatever the WrestleMania card is, besides Roman and Edge and Bianca and Sasha, because Bianca and Sasha's happening, goddammit. So until then, folks, goodbye, good night, stay awesome, especially for you, Mr. Fretz, and we'll see you soon. Oh, yeah, by the way, see you. Fuck you, Slap. <laughs> <laughs>